Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen. Alongside with analyst Stevie Fly, Stevie, live with us tonight. How you doing, Stevie? Doing good, Lance. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. We got a lot to talk about tonight. It is a big week coming up, and of course, tonight's a big night as well. I um, want to talk real briefly about what's coming up this week, and we've got a special guest coming on tonight who is going to be uh, a major participant, obviously, in this the Rage Wrestling World Championship Tournament, folks. It's coming up live this Saturday night. October the 8th, beginning at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time in Lasker, North Carolina. Downtown Lasker, Northeast Academy Gymnasium. Tickets are on sale now. You can go to RageWarriors.com and get your tickets. But uh, they had an event back on August the 27th where a tag team champion was crowned. And, of course, that was a team of Mayhem Incorporated, Glutius Maximus, and Benjamin Banks, and one half of that team will be joining us live on the air tonight. That is Benjamin Banks. I'm going to tell you, Stevie, uh, we saw Ben, we saw uh, Mr. Banks wrestle uh, on August the 27th, and he and Gluteus won the tag titles. I'm going to tell you, I like his style. He is about as good a heel as I have ever seen live in person. Well, it, you know, and kicking the show off with with his match first kind of set the tone and you know he came out and like you said he played the perfect heel he got the crowd into it and it, it from there on that it was on then uh you know definitely a, a real strong tag team with him and gluteus maximus that's why they're the tag team champions that's right and i'll tell you um benjamin banks is one of the eight men that will be in the world championship tournament again want to let you know about that show it's this saturday night october the 8th Lasker, North Carolina, and the Northeast Academy Gymnasium. Doors open at 5.30 p.m. and at 7 o'clock p.m. is bell time, and we will get the matches underway. I think the night's slated for eight matches uh, total, and uh, obviously first-round matches. We're going to break them down later for you tonight. After we talk uh, to Benjamin Banks live, uh, he'll be calling in sometime uh, this evening around the 7.20 time slot. But Nonetheless, I want to talk a little bit about something else going on tonight, get this out of the way, and that is TNA's annual blockbuster pay-per-view, Bound for Glory. Now, uh, Stevie, um, the title of tonight's show is Bound for What? Because we really don't know what TNA's bound for. I mean, I'm not sure Bound for Glory would be the best way to put that right now. Um, yeah, your thoughts about tonight's pay-per-view? Yeah, it's, I think they're just they're just happy that they're actually having a pay-per-view tonight because uh, up until about, well, probably late Friday night, early Saturday morning, 
there was going to be there there was no future for TNA. Uh, they, they were looking for funding just to have the pay per view, and this mystery third partner that they haven't said who it was yet has funded the pay per view and another round of TV taping. So uh, yeah, TNA future is definitely up in there, and it's a shame that uh, Bound for Glory might be the last hurrah for TNA. Well, you know, we talked last week in our thumbs up or thumbs down segment about how we start to believe that it really wasn't any validity to Vince McMahon actually being interested in purchasing TNA. But then on Friday, we find out that Billy Corgan acknowledged um, on the Dan Levitard show on ESPN that Vince McMahon actually is involved in uh, potentially buying uh, TNA. And it just makes you kind of wonder. I mean, What's that going to do to the sport of professional wrestling if yet another promotion is bought up by WWE? Well, you know, it's pretty much a right now, and just like we talked earlier, it's unfortunate because it's pretty much a bid war right now between Vince McMahon and Billy Corgan. And, it, you know, you know yourself, uh, Smashing Pumpkins has had success, but I don't think they've had the success to compete with uh, Vince McMahon as far as getting into a bidding war. And it's unfortunate no. because, you know, Corgan, if if he's got the company, he will try to make it better. Uh, and I think he will have a little bit better hands than Dixie Carter's hands. And, yeah. you know, if McMahon gets it, it's pretty much just to be, just for the rights to the video library and maybe keep a few of the TNA wrestlers around for, for his, uh you know, to put on SmackDown or, more than likely, SmackDown or Raw would be somebody to establish. Like maybe they would keep somebody like the Hardys, but some of the guys they keep would probably end up in NXT. Well, probably so. And but you know, you got some guys like he goes by the name of uh, Aaron Rex uh, in TNA. But you know, he came from he came from WWE just I mean months ago. You know, Jeff yeah. and Matt Hardy they've had a they've had quite a history with WWE. You know, Bobby Lashley is a former WWE guy. Uh, and then you got guys like uh, you got Gail Kim. She was a former WWE uh, wrestler. So you just kind of wonder how will how how do you think they feel about this kind of new ownership if in fact WWE actually acquires TNA? Well, you know, with a lot of those a lot of those you just mentioned, there, there's a good reason why we may not know it, but there's a good reason why they are they have gone to TNA. And with somebody like a Gail Kim or a Hardys. Uh, there's a reason why they've stayed in TNA. Uh, right. Then you look at somebody that, you know, the rumor going around is that Cody Rhodes, whatever name he decides to show up under tonight, because uh, I think McMahon has told him he could not use the name Cody Rhodes anywhere else because it's copyrighted by WWE, but Cody Rhodes is supposed to make his debut at Bound for Glory tonight. Now, there's a lot of bad blood goes back when Cody Rhodes left the WWE a few months back. So, yep. you know, how would that affect Cody Rhodes? You know, just making your debut here and uh, McMahon set to possibly buy TNA out, it doesn't look good for Cody Rhodes there. No, it really doesn't. I mean, you just kind of wonder where he goes from there. Um, I don't really uh, well, know. What I other mean... choices do you have? But, you know, the only other choice you would have would be a ring of honor. Yeah, which would, I mean, other than Ring of Honor, though, you're, I mean, you're left with literally no choice Japan. if you're looking for a company that has a big TV deal. Yeah, maybe Japan. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, that's maybe that would be see. that would be the only other thing I could see him doing would go to, would be going to Japan. But 
you know, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, you know, I, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that Corrigan will get control of the company and maybe the man will just back off and decide that uh, it, it's not worth it. Well, that's it, you know, because they are not they're not a WCW. I mean, there's no doubt the WCW at one point, albeit brief, was on top of the wrestling world. No doubt about that. Oh, but, yeah, no doubt. I mean, they wound up yeah. rating for, I forgot how many weeks in a row. I mean, that, yep, it was quite a bit so, of I mean, years, I think, you know, so... But, uh, you know, yeah, but, you, you know, TNA has never really been a threat like that. I mean, TNA averages some several thi- several hundred thousand viewers every, uh, you know, especially right now, they're probably averaging somewhere around 150, 200,000 viewers a show. And WWE is bringing in 3.2 million. Yeah. And, and not, they're, not, they're really not that big of a threat. And I don't think McMahon, like I said, considers it a threat, but, you know, Everything I'm hearing is one purpose is just to get the vi- the rights to the video library. Yeah. Uh, and, right. You know, I just I, I really would hate to see TNA go down just just over a video library when yeah. you know they could. And I mean, I'm sure if they do go down, somebody uh, uh, Jarrett Federation, the Global Wrestling Federation. You haven't heard a lot out of them lately, but I'm sure that would pop up somewhere. Maybe that would get a little more momentum there, but we'll we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, I bet Jeff Jarrett would, um, despite the fact that he's not very involved with TNA. I don't think he's involved at all at this point with TNA. He's more into. No. I think he's got a promotion now called Global Force Wrestling. But I would yep. I would I would argue that Jeff Jarrett might have to um, might have a bad taste in his mouth if it went down quite like that, especially since he had his hands in it early. Yeah, I mean, he was pretty much the start of, of TNA, and when things weren't going well, I think the, the company headed by Dixie Carter bought him out, and he really didn't see eye to eye from her, with her from the start or, or some of the people in that organization, and that's when Jarrett got out and decided to start his own his own organization, which unfortunately that hadn't took off like people thought it would, but you know maybe there's still hope there. Yeah. Perhaps there is, yeah, but you see a TNA come up, you know, you see, and TNA had 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 a bit of a heyday. I mean, perhaps they'll get back to that point. I don't know, but they had a big, I mean, when the big stars came to TNA, whether professional wrestling fans like it or not, um, when Hulk Hogan came to TNA, we had not seen the best matches TNA ever put on, but bringing a Hogan and a Nash and a Bischoff in, you can't deny that it gave credibility to TNA, oh, they yeah. had not had them. You, you, you brought in with Hogan. You brought in a proven name, and yep. and you know everywhere Hogan's been in the past, just like when he made the transition over to WCW from WWF, was then WWF. You started seeing these other guys say, "Well, if Hulk's there, we should go there. Maybe there's something there. You get ready to brew there." And he brought in a lot of good guys, but it just just didn't work out as good for TNA as it did for WCW. Yeah, no, it didn't. It really did not. And of course, uh, you know, do you think it's? I mean, I, I think I'm hearing you, but I'm assuming it's not a good thing for the sport if, in fact, um, TNA is bought out. No, I, I don't think so at all. I mean, we talked last week about when WCW went down, and that was it, and there was no competition. And I, and I said all along, the the WWE puts out a better product when they've got some competition. And whether or not we think TNA's a threat or not, 
they still have, you know, WWE can't get comfortable and, and not put out a good product uh, when somebody's sitting there and, and could could strike any minute. Uh, so it keeps them on their toes, and I think they get a little little complacent when, when there is no competition. I mean, that, they prove that because I think uh, around the time, a little bit after the whole buyout of WCW, that was some of the uh, – it's not a it's not a period in time when I was big into WWE or big into wrestling at all. I was watching, but I was not impressed at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a you know while it was hot time in terms of money and uh, popularity, it was a time that, that really wrestling, uh, in 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 a sense, kind of lost its zing for what it was really all about at one point. Well. Uh, well, before you know, when before WCW went out, wrestling was mainstream. I mean, people were—it was Monday nights. People were watching wrestling. It was Nitro versus Raw. You know, you yep. want to know whose house we're going to to watch Raw or Nitro tonight. And uh, you know, after that, it, it wrestling kind of came stale and just not something you people were were into again. I mean, you went through that little period before, but it became like. I'm not really going to watch. Who wants to watch that tonight? But, you know, it kind of picked yep. up a little bit of steam here after that, a little, few years after that. And uh, you know, I, I just hope we don't, we're not headed for that again. No, I hope not either. I hope not either. I'll tell you one thing. Ring of Honor, totally different path that TNA has taken. Oh. And um, they're they're on the rise. I don't think we'll see anything like that from them uh, anytime well, soon. Well, here, here's, here's the one thing. That I'm hoping if it does go down and, and McMahon buys CNA, I hope one of these stations or uh, cable companies or whatever decides, well, let's you know let's give Ring of Honor a chance. And uh, Ring of Honor is in syndication now; doesn't go live, but you know maybe just maybe that would give TNA a chance to get in prime t- a prime time slot. You know, maybe go live a couple of times, maybe do something on a cable network that they can go, they can try to compete like TNA did. And I, I think they might have a better shot in TNA. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think so. I mean, you know, you don't, you just don't see the criticism of ring of honor like you do TNA. I mean, the media blasts TNA pro wrestling arena of journalism blasts TNA for, it, pretty much everything they do now, and it's in large part because it's this constant battle of who's on in the company. Are they going to be able to have a pay-per-view? When's the last time you heard a public article come out about how if, is Ring of Honor going to be able to even have the pay-per-view? I mean, you don't hear mm-hmm. that in legitimate wrestling, and it's just you know it's interesting that right before what is essentially TNA and WrestleMania, they have that kind of thing happen, and you just think. Well, what does that mean you know, for the future of the company? I don't know, but it doesn't well, sound good. Well, you've got you've got a, somebody in charge of Ring of Honor that is a wrestling mind, and yeah. you know, whatever you, whatever you say, whatever, who it depends on who you talk to about who's in charge at TNA. But you know, ultimately, it all goes to Dixie Carter, and right. uh, from what the decision she's made, uh, I don't think she is. What, you know, I think they needed to make a change a while back as far as who was oh, in yeah. charge of that company. Uh, yep. Get her off the air, let somebody else be in charge, and, and make this. A re- they needed a wrestling mind 
to make decisions. I just don't think she is the answer for that. Uh, whether it's no. a, a Billy Corgan, you know, granted, you know, everybody knows him for smashing pumpkins, but he is a big-time wrestling fan, and I, maybe he'll be capable of doing something like that. But, you know, may, so. it, it might be too late now. Yeah, maybe so. Well, we'll take a few minutes here before we go live with Rage Wrestling's Benjamin Bank. Um, he'll be called here in just a moment. But we do want to talk real briefly about matches coming up tonight at Bound for Glory since it does appear uh, that it will be going underway right at the conclusion of this show. Um, just to talk about three matches tonight, um, the new Impact Grand Championship. Um, Drew Galloway uh, was supposed to wrestle for this. He wrestled as Drew McIntyre in WCW. Uh, excuse me, WWE. Uh, Drew Galloway is out tonight. Eddie Edwards taking his spot. It's Aaron Rex, of course, he wrestled in WWE as Damian Sandow. Aaron Rex or Eddie Edwards tonight, the Grand Impact Championship. I, I'm thinking it's going to be Aaron Rex. I think that was the plan all along, even when uh, Drew Galloway was in the match. Uh, I think they're looking to to put him over. You know, ever since he's come in, he's had a lot of momentum. He had a lot of momentum before he left WWE, and I don't think WWE really knew how to use it. Uh, but, you know, I think Aaron Rex, not not taking anything, because Eddie Edwards is probably one of my favorite wrestlers as far as him and uh, yeah. with his tag team, the Wolves, when they're together, gosh, you know, they, they put on a show. Probably one of the most underrated tag teams out there. Uh, because just because he, they're in TNA and nobody really sees what they what they do, I think they could yeah. really do something in WWE. Or if they write a Ring of Honor, they would they would just boost the tag team scene wherever they went. But uh, you know, Eddie Edwards is a good singles wrestler, but I think Aaron Ratcliffe over tonight. All right, and let's talk about two more matches. We got the TNA Tag Team Title Championships tonight. Uh, the team of Decay taking on. One of the greatest tag teams of all time, and quite the uh, quite the uh, personas they're putting on right now. The Hardys, the Hardys tonight versus Decay TNA Tag Team Title Championships on the line. Just one thing we I think both agreed last week that TNA is doing right right now is the broken Matt Hardy uh, thing, and I'll tell you it's working for them. Decay or the Hardys tonight? Ah, I'm going with the Hardys. I think yep. they're gonna. I think TNA is going to ride that momentum they've got going with them. And, uh, you know, the great war, as they call it tonight, I think it will, the Hardys yeah. will come out on top over Decay. Yeah, we'll see. I, I've got a feeling they're going to do the same thing. We agree so far. Now, how about this? The uh, What appears to be the main event, the TNA World Championship, uh, Lashley taking on Ethan Carter the third, EC3. Lashley or EC3 tonight? That's a tough one. Because the reason – the reason I'm thinking it's tough, and I go with EC3, but they seem to be setting up Lashley against Moose. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of talk there, and uh, you know uh, whether here's what I here's what I'll go with right now. I'll say okay. EC3 takes it because of Moose's interference. Moose Moose distracts Lashley or something. Somehow Moose gets in the picture, and Lashley gets distracted. Granted, Lashley's a heel, but I think Moose somehow cost Lashley the match in the championship. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens tonight, folks. DNA's buying for glory is happening. Are they buying for glory? We don't know, folks. But having buying for yeah. glory tonight, live on pay-per-view, 8 o'clock p.m. Uh, and uh, we will see 
how good Stevie is. I think there's three good picks right there. Uh, no, uh, you know who'd you go with on the last pick? I, you like you I, I, yeah, I'm, I, I'm saying it, I'm saying EC3 takes it, but you know I'm saying that uh, Moose somehow distracts Lashley, and and Moose and EC3 gets a pin and gets, takes a championship. All right. Well, we'll see what happens tonight. Buying for glory, eight o'clock p.m. Is it the last to raw TNA? We'll find Could that shortly, folks. Right now, we are getting ready to go live with Rage Wrestling's Benjamin Banks. He is joining us here uh, right now. Benjamin Banks, uh, thank you with us. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How you guys doing tonight? Doing good. Doing good. Doing doing fantastic. We're glad to have you on the show. Of course, uh, last week we had the pain train Preston Quinn. This week, we've got Benjamin Banks, and both of these men are going to be in the Rage Wrestling World championship tournament set for this Saturday, October the 8th, Alaska, North Carolina. Benjamin, I'll tell you right now, I've already told you this before, but I'm going to tell you straight <laughs> right here on the record, you are one of the greatest heels I've ever seen in person. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. That means a lot. I, I will second that because, and I, I'll tell you this story. I don't know if you remember when you, because I know you had a lot of people yelling at you and hollering at you, but the first match when you came to ringside, there was two guys in there, one an older gentleman, and I think you, you told one of them, shut up, old man, and get in the ring. Uh, yeah, that, I remember that, that guy. guy. <laughs> yeah, that, that, guy was my, that guy was my father. I mean, he's not oh, a reference <laughs> But I will tell you this. You got him into that the rest of the night, and I don't know if you noticed him or not, the, the second time you came out with the second match, he was trying his best to get your attention to talk for you to talk to him, judge to him again. But yeah, you, if you got him into it that night, I, you you did your job. And like Lance said, probably you you really set the tone that night and got the crowd into it, and and that just carried on for the rest of the night. Thank you, thank you. Is your father? Is he going to be at the uh, show this Saturday? Unfortunately, my father, you know, he, he's been in the hospital for the last two or three weeks, and and now home. But uh, as bad as he hates to, because he knew you were going to be there, he he won't be able to make it that <laughs> night. He's He's uh, across the street from the school, but uh, yeah, he won't be able to make it that night. Well, you know, maybe uh, maybe I might stop by and pay him a little visit and uh, give him a couple oh, of would... choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know he would love he would love that if you came walking in there. I don't know if he what what kind of reaction you would get, but I'm sure he would give you a few words back too. <laughs> anybody wow. anybody that's listened that knows my daddy knows he he loves a good junk talk. Yeah, well, yeah, well, you know, then, that's uh, that's one of the things that I like doing. You know, I like talking trash to people. I like uh, making people mad. Uh, it's pretty funny. You know, I was actually just telling my girlfriend that that uh, you know, that's one of the things that I love about you know my character is just pissing people off, getting people to hate me. That's that's a you know a very cool and unique thing you know to be able to do. Yeah, I feel well, like if, if I was a wrestler, I'd want to be a heel. And uh, but I don't. There's no way I could do it as good as you did. I mean, there's no way because so, you came out to a crowd that was, uh, quite frankly, agree with this, Stevie, a fairly casual wrestling crowd. I mean, you know, not a, a very passionate wrestling fan base. They were really into the show, but I think they were a casual wrestling fan for the most part. But literally, I'd say a minute after you come out, the crowd was hotter. And I've ever seen anybody in that building. And uh, it was no doubt that it was because of you. And, of course, we got to give Glutius some credit, too. But, um, yeah, got to give him oh, yeah. credit. 
That's my yeah, boy. Yeah, that's right. Because he was good too. Now, don't get me wrong. He was fantastic. Um, but uh, you guys were fantastic. Look, want to ask you some questions tonight. We appreciate you being on the show. Um, you know, want to let let our audience know a little bit about you because, folks, if you hadn't seen Benjamin Banks wrestle live in person, you need to see it uh, starting this Saturday, October eighth. But tell us a little bit about how you got into wrestling. Okay, um, how I got into wrestling, you know, uh, I, it's something that I always wanted to do. Um, you know, I had heard about this school out Virginia Beach called uh, Southside Pro Wrestling, and um, the owner of that school was uh, Mark Anthony, the Dustman Mark Anthony. And, you know, I had met him a couple of times at, uh, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings, and, you know, he, you know, offered for me to come out to his school one night, and, you know, I went there, and the rest is history. You know, I've been uh, wrestling now for four years now, and, uh, you know, I owe a lot to, you know, Mark for, you know, just giving me the opportunity to get my foot in the door and, you know, being over there and just, you know, learning from him and Sterling Williams and Marty Reed, you know, those guys, they really helped me out a lot you know, early on in my wrestling career. And, you know, it's like, you know, I owe those guys a lot, you know, for just, you know, taking a chance with me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Well, tell me, well, you, you said this is something you've always wanted to do. Tell, uh, I mean, I'm sure you, you, I'm not sure how long you've been a wrestling fan, but I'm guessing probably since an early age. Who are some of your influences that really got you wanting to be a wrestler? Uh, some of the influences, um, you know, the major one is uh, The Rock. Uh, you know, growing up, you know, of course, as a little kid, you know, everybody knew who Hulk Hogan was and Rick Ryan, right. Macho Man, Randy Savage. But, you know, honestly, like as a kid, like I really didn't like wrestling. You know, after after I, you know, I grew up a little bit more, I didn't like wrestling. But, uh, you know, I want to say like during like the late 90s, like, you know, I was watching Monday Night Raw one night. And then I just saw this guy, you know, just talking so much uh, trash to everybody in the audience. And, uh, you know, it was like right then and there, like, you know, I used to act like I was the rock as a kid, you know, just telling my mom the door roll and shut her mouth. And, you know, I used to get my tail whooped all the time for that. But, you know, it was fun doing that stuff. But the rock, he's one of my major influences, uh, you know, MVP, Mark Henry, uh, Macho Man, Randy Savage. You know, oh, those yeah. guys, you know, as a kid, like, those were always my, you know, my favorite guys, especially when they were bad guys, you know. I, I It's a song about being a bad guy that, you know, it, it just pisses people off. And especially if you do a good job at it, you just get people to hate you. So, you know, those are some of my influences uh, that I say, you know, influence me into, you know, getting into the business. Right. Well, I can, I can, I can see, uh, that you're definitely – I don't think you've had many time, many stints as a baby face, right? Uh, I've had a couple. Um, it's been a couple. Like, you know, I, I like being a baby face. It, it's fun. Um, it's fun, you know, getting the audience and the crowd behind you and everything like that. So it is fun being a baby face, but I, I enjoy being a, a heel a lot more. Well, just like we talked last week uh, – on the show, Lance, I think this is a guy kind of like the Miz. Miz, you know, he's 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 a pretty good baby face, but he's an excellent heel, and I think this is the same way with 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 him right now. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if I'm if if I'm a wrestling promoter and I see how, what you do as a heel, I mean, I don't doubt one bit that you're a great baby face. 
But I mean, you're so good at heel. I just wouldn't even worry about giving you a chance to do that. I just keep keep you as a heel. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you yeah. just do a fantastic job, and you're a good wrestler. I mean, you do. You, I, oh, yeah. I'll tell you, I Definitely. really thought the wrestling quality, particularly in that first match. You know, it, it kicked off tonight. The crowd was hot, and uh, but whatever it seems to be talking about is the main event that you and Gluteus wrestled. Uh, American <laughs> Eagle, of course. Uh, Timber ended up coming out. Now, I'll tell you something. That was one of the wildest live matches I may have ever seen. Ever. And I got to ask you, what was it like to be in Rage's first main event? Um, And, of course, you got to tell us, too, what it means to you to be the the new. Hello? Hello? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I can. Okay, I can hear you. Yeah, you broke up on us there, Lance. Yeah, sorry about okay, that. I'm... What I was asking, yeah, just to summarize, is um, how was it to be a part of the first stage uh, main event? Um, in, in any spot you remember? And, of course, how does it feel to be the tag team champion? Um, it feels pretty good. You know, it was a good feeling. Um, it was a good feeling, you know, being in the main event. You know, uh, Devin Lopez and, and uh, Joe King, they had put up, you know, they put up a good fight. They put up a good fight against me and Gluteus. But, you know, me and Glute, we're the big boys, you know. And the big boys, <laughs> we do big things. So, you know, we crush them like, you know, how me and Glute do. That's how we roll, you know. You're smaller <laughs> than us, we're going to beat you down like a great. And, you know, just to make it to the main event and then, you know, get in there with uh, Timber and uh, Eagle, you know, like Eagle. Hold on. I know you said something about Timber, but Eagle for him to be in that ring with me and Gluteus by himself all that time, you know what I'm saying? You know, my hat's off to him. You know, I give credit where credit is due. And, you know, he kept it going. He put up a fight. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, he's lucky that Timber came out there because if Timber didn't come out there, you know, the match would have been done, said, flat, squat, you know. And then we would have got them belts, you know, quicker than a egg hatching, on it from a chicken, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it felt good. And it felt good to be, you know, the first ever Rage Tag Team Champions, you know. It yeah. feels good, and especially to, you know, have won those titles with Gluteus. You know, I've known Gluteus for a while now, you know, and he's a really good guy, you know. Um, when I first started off in the business, I met him, and, you know, he's always been, you know, a person that gives advice to, you know, the younger guys in the business to help them grow and to help them get better. So, you know, when it came time for that tag tournament, you know, it was such an honor uh, for me and Gluteus to team up and win those titles. You, know, I, you already I, won I some to, gold with Rage, yeah. Yeah, I want to reemphasize, you know, what Lance talked about earlier. You probably had the most important job of the night because y'all let off, just like you said, with a a pretty casual wrestling crowd, not knowing what to expect, and and yeah. you and Gluteus led off in your in your match, and like you said, you had the most important job tonight was really get the crowd into it. So, not only were you the first Rage Tag Team Champions, but you had the first Rage match, and really did a great job setting the crowd up. Thank you, thank you, I appreciate me, that, man. Let me ask you this, Benjamin. Of course, you know now you you got some gold from Rage. I mean, you and Gluteus are the only ones wearing any gold right now in Rage Wrestling. But on this Saturday, you guys are going to have to set that whole team thing aside 
and you're going to have to do this thing by yourself. So your first match is against Devin Lopez, and I, we, obviously it's no secret that you all uh, are not uh, strangers to one another. Um, yes, that's do true. you feel like you feel like it's going to be an easy win for you? And furthermore, are you the next Rage World Champion? Well, you know, I want to say that I have a high chance of becoming the next race champion, the first race champion. You know, it's going to be yep. real nice to have one title over one shoulder and then have another title over the other shoulder. <laughs> now, like you said before, you know, me and Devin, you know, we have some history together, you know. Uh, I'll say this about Devin. You know, Devin, he's pretty tough, you know. It's like, you know, I wouldn't take him lightly because he's really fast. You know, he's fast, you know, he he's um sorry. <laughs> he's fast, you know. He likes yeah. to, you know, get up on the ropes and everything and, you know, take me down, try to knock me off my feet quick. He's done it before, so I'll give that to him. But, you know, Devin, if you're listening right now, buddy, this Saturday when you step into the ring with me, you're not going to have Joe King there that – help you out like you did at the last show. You're going one-on-one with Benjamin Banks, buddy, but you better be prepared for that loss that you're going to get, son. <laughs> I'm not okay. mentioning words there, Stevie. <laughs> not mentioning words at all. I think he's pretty clear he, what he's got playing. So, I mean, you think, so you think you could be the Rage World Champion? Well, I don't know, folks. He may be. Uh, he's got three matches to win. The only man who wins three matches is going to be the next Rage World Champion. Well, look, let me ask you this. Now, we've talked a little bit about Rage wrestling, but I know you don't wrestle exclusively with Rage. You want to talk a little bit about any accomplishments you've had in your four-year career. Tell us a little bit, something that you remember that stands out, was a title win or the, something that happened. I mean, what's some spots you remember in your wrestling career so far that have really kind of defined it? Um, I would probably have to say um, a spot that, you know, really that that's, you know, memorable to me is, uh, you know, winning the uh, SPW television title at um, mm-hmm. Southside Pro Wrestling, uh, you know, because, you know, I trained there. You know, that's where I started my wrestling career. And, you know, just, you know, traveling and, you know, learning from other veterans, you know, on the road and everything, you know, that's what helped me get better. You know, my name's Benjamin Banks now, but let's go back to, you know, four years ago when I started in the business when I was David D. Money Nichols. You know, I was a young guy. You know, I was just trying to get in there, and I just wanted to win, 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 no matter what, you know. And one of my goals when I started was to always, you know, win the SPW television title. So four years later... I'm in a match against uh, Lucius Lee and Sterling Williams. Yeah, Sterling Williams, like I said earlier, was the guy that, you know, helped train me. Lucius Lee was the champion at the time, triple threat match. And, uh, you know, I took both those guys out and I won. And that was a feel-good moment to me because it's kind of like it came full circle. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, right. I started there and then now, you know, four years later after, you know, traveling and wrestling at, you know, this company, this company, this company, and just to come back home and, you know, win that belt, like, it meant so much to me because it just showed, you know, with hard work, it does pay off. And, you know, everybody that's listening right now, it's like, you know, if you ever have any dreams or any goals that you want to accomplish, don't ever give up on those goals or dreams that you have. Just keep working hard at it. 
and you keep working hard, and then you'll eventually get to what you need to get to. But you don't ever want to give up. Well, that's that right. You know, four, in four years, you've you've had a lot of pretty good good for yourself, and just being around for four years. So uh, that's that's a good message for everybody out there. Like you said, you know, this guy worked his butt off, and in four years, he's he's had a lot of success doing what he's doing. Thank you. That's true. Yeah, and you know, young people today. I mean, you know, I'm highly critical sometimes, but they just don't have that same dreams and aspirations. So, young folks, if you're listening. Listen to what man yeah, just said. I mean, you know, he made a dream come true. I mean, I can tell you, when I was in sixth grade, Benjamin, I wanted to be a, a preacher on the weekend and a wrestler on the week. I'm neither one, <laughs> but you'll know. Right? <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, I mean, for you to fulfill that dream is something else. So you won a TV title. When did you win the TV title with SPW? Uh, I won the TV title. It was um, back on March 18th of this year. Oh, okay. So that was this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My head, well, this might be your year. Good Lord. I mean, you, yeah, you, you yeah, won the race. Yeah, yeah, right now, what, uh, yeah, I'm holding the I'm tag team champ with Gluteus here in Rage right now. I'm the SPW television champion at SPW. And then I also hold um, the Shockwave tag team uh, title with uh, my good buddy Asafi, who, you know, also oh, wrestles okay. at Rage. Yeah, the top yeah, Asafi. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you, he's quite, he's quite, you guys together, I mean, you, if I was joking and, and uh, Devin Lopez and I had to go up against uh, Asafi and Benjamin Bang, I'd probably just go on back to the locker room. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I'd go out. No, oh, no, thank you. I appreciate it. But, uh, what, look, yeah, I, yeah, sorry, Steve, go ahead. I, I got a, just a couple of questions and then we'll, we'll let him let you go. Uh, and I asked Preston this last week. Out of all the time you've been wrestling up to his current day, who would be your dream opponent to go up against? You said you said anybody, anybody, yep. anybody yeah. that you that you you know somebody that you would really want to face in a program. If there's anybody I really want to face in a program. <sighs> It would probably have to be MVP. Yeah. All right. MVP okay. would probably have to um, be the person that I would really like to face. Um, you know, because it's like I said, I mean, like, you know, growing up, The Rock, he was my favorite. Um, he was my favorite wrestler, you know, as a, as a kid. But, you right. know, as a, te- as a teenager, you know, MVP became my favorite wrestler, you know, just because of, you know, the way that he carried himself and, you know, how he had the crowd hating him. And, you know, he was the most valuable player, you know, Montave, you know, Montel, Montavious Porter, you know, that was my dude, you know, as a teenager, man. So, you know, I would right. love to, you know, be in a program with him. Okay. Now, what about anybody out there that you can think of that you would be, you know, I know you got Gluteus and I know you got a softie with the belt, but anybody that you could pick to be a tag team partner with. Anybody that I could uh, pick to be a tag team partner with? Yeah, you talking about really a, really in the world. You say what? Anybody out there wrestling right now, or or you know in the in the past, what much of what you've got now is wrestling now anyway. But anybody that you could pick to be a tag team partner with? Mm-hmm. 
if I could choose anybody to be a tag team partner with, you know, it probably it probably had to be Shelton Benjamin. Oh wow, Shelton Benjamin, yeah. If I could, yeah, if I had to. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead, finish. I'm sorry. Okay, no, I was just gonna say, you know, you know, Shelton Benjamin. He was also another guy, um, you know, growing up and like the stuff that he did, like it was amazing. You know, it's like you know, just you know. From the match that he had with Shawn Michaels that that time on Monday Night Raw, oh Rose. yeah, the Gold Rush match. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that like that that was a really really good match. You know, um, watching that as a team. You know, I I really wanted Shelton to win that match, but you know the the finish of that match when he came over that uh, came over the top rope and then Shawn Michaels was there with that super kick. Oh yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I but mean like. Had- Shelton's got a tag team history too, you know, one exactly. of the one of the best with Charlie Hobbs. Ex- exactly. I was just about to bring that up. The world's greatest <laughs> tag team. Yeah, That's they, right. they were they were very impressive. Yeah, yeah, they were the greatest tag team, all right, shoot. Back <laughs> in the day. Back in the day, man. I, I used to hear that music. I used to hum that music all the time when I was in uh school back in the day. <laughs> so, so, you know, I think he like I would love to tag up with him one day. I think that would be a you know an honor to tag up with him. Right. Okay. Well, let me and Benjamin will close out. We look. We really appreciate you being on the show tonight. But we do want. I think you're going to be. I know you've got great with wrestling, um, but you also got another show coming up on October 29th with Next Evolution Wrestling. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, um, they're actually doing a, a tag team tournament um, on the 29th of this month, and I'm uh, going to be teaming up with a guy named uh, Tremor. Now, Tremor, oh, yeah. you know, he, yeah, Tremor, he he actually he wrestled at uh, the last Reed show as well. That's right. Now, mm-hmm. now Tremor, more. Yeah, yeah, Tremor, you know, that's somebody that you don't want to take lightly. You know he's been wrestling now. He's been wrestling longer than I have. You know he's a he's a really good guy. He's a really good wrestler. You know as I you know what actually you know speaking of Tremor, Tremor was the uh, first person that I ever had a match against. Oh okay. yeah, really? Yeah, now, yeah, <laughs> now, yeah, yeah. And how crazy is that? I'm going to be you know teaming up with him on the 29th in the tag team tournament. So yeah, so. It's, it's going to be pretty cool, you know. I, I've, I've teamed up with him before, you know, and uh, you know we did pretty good together as a tag team. So you know, glute we won the tag belts here in Rage, and now me and Trevor we're going to win the tag titles in New. And well, then you won the tag know. title with the Safi, you know. Yeah, yeah man. where are you going? Where are you where are you going to keep all these belts at? What I want. I'm curious. Oh man, too. I, you know, I, I keep them. I keep them in the. I keep them in the man cave. You know, right above my Dragon, Ball, right above my Dragon Ball Z collection. You know, I well, you're gonna right have above. to go buy a piece of property soon to hold all that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, man, we appreciate you coming on to the show tonight, folks. Just Thanks for having me. Yeah, if you just joined us, this is Benjamin Banks. He, he wrestles rage wrestling, but he wrestles wrestles other emotions as well. And I'm gonna tell you. He's one of the best I've seen live and in person, and we were honored to have him on the show tonight. Ben, luck this Saturday night, October 8th, as you buy for the World Championship, and thanks so much for joining us tonight. All right, cool, cool, cool. Thanks for having me, Perfect. guys. Look forward right, to seeing you Saturday night, buddy. Have a good one. You do the same. I'll see you guys on Saturday. Take care. See you then. All right, bye. All right, folks, that was – 
Benjamin Banks of Rage Wrestling. He was our featured guest of the night, and I'm going to tell you right now, um, he is just a fun guy. You know, it, it, you talk really a little Stevie about how he's such a good heel, but I'm going to tell you, as you can if you just listen to the show uh, tonight, his interview, he's got to be one of the nicest guys you'll ever want to meet. Oh yeah, and we and we saw that after the show because I, I made sure I went up to him and talked to him about how good how good a heel he was, and you know the first thing he said to me, shook my hand, told me how much he appreciated, and talked about how how much he looked forward to coming back to uh, to the next rage event over here in Alaska. So yep. said he couldn't wait till October. Well, I'll tell you, he he doesn't have to wait much longer. It's this Saturday night, October eighth, Alaska, North Carolina. Uh, eight men going to be competing in that tournament. And not only uh, is Benjamin Banks vying for the title, but two Ring of Honor superstars are also going to be going against one oh, yeah. another in the first round, actually. I mean, that is a blockbuster matchup, and that's going to be Caprice Coleman and Preston Quinn. That actually brings us now to uh, a preview of the world title tournament, and Stevie Fly, our analyst, kind of bring down the matches for you, but we'll find Benjamin Banks. I'm telling you, if you're a wrestling promotion and you're listening, we're not joking. He's a fantastic um, You need to book him for your show because you're really mad at if you're not, period. Because uh, he is a fantastic <laughs> wrestler and performer. So, all right, Stevie, it seems like it's time for us to rage a preview uh, of the tournament uh, coming this Saturday night. And I know you're going to be able to, you've seen these guys wrestle live. Um, I think right. is going to be a, as good as hearing it from anybody. Because you're our analyst, and I know you're going to be able to pick this apart. So let's start with this. The first, one of the first matches in the first round that we will see this Saturday night, October 8th, is the American Eagle versus Gluteus Maximus. Of course, Gluteus won half of the Rage Tag Team Champions with Benjamin Banks. So take it away. Eagle, Gluteus, what's it going to take for both to win, and who ultimately wins the match? Well, you know, this is a carryover from the tag title tournament championship, and, uh, you know, both these guys were in the ring. Like like Benjamin said earlier, uh, American Eagle was in the ring with both those guys for a long time before Timber came out there. So I think the Eagle is looking for a little revenge. I think, he, you know, both guys are, are, are pretty big guys, pretty powerful guys. But I think in the end, I think the Eagles can come out, top, out on top in the first round. Eagle in the first round. I'll tell you what. I mean, you know, you're right. He did – I think he really did do uh, – I mean, he held that match together for a while. But, you know, when Timber came out, I want to tell everybody, all these people who criticize wrestling, say it's fake. Let me tell you a little something. I sat there next to the ring that night, had the bell, and when Timber came out, if you remember correctly, uh, the, the promoter of Rage Wrestling, Charles Jones, was trying to keep him from coming out. I mean, obviously he, had, he was injured, and I think – Reports said he had some rib issues. He was injured. There was no doubt about that. But Timber came out, tried to make it a match. Of course, obviously added a lot, was able to really – I think he extended that match out. Even though he ultimately lost, he definitely extended that match out. But I'm going to tell you something. When Timber came out and he hit Gluteus in the head with that steel chair (laughs) – There was no (laughs) – Yeah, I'm here to tell everybody listening. If you think the chair – or that chairs are fake. I can't speak for WWE and TNA, but I can speak for this. I sat in that chair. That, that was, chair was that, real. <laughs> that was a Northeast Academy lunchroom chair that's been over there for probably a uh, good 15 to 20 years at least, probably longer than that, and that th- those things are solid. 
And we know they made cars better back in the day, so you better believe it. <laughs> and I'll tell you, that chair was real. No doubt about that. Glutus took a shot. But Timber is going to be going up against Ryan Newsy. Now, is an individual who we have not seen wrestle right. yet in Rage. He'll be making his Rage debut against Timber in the first round. Uh, but Timber, I mean, he, he just but is he going to is the injury going to prolong and keep him from winning a match in the tournament? Or do you I, think he moves to the second round? I think he's had enough time. He, he may show a little of, of that injury, but I think he's had time to heal up. I uh, don't know much about uh, Ryan Ozzy, but you know uh, the way it the way it looks, I can't imagine unless Timber Timber lets his uh, his temper get a hold of him and decides he wants to use that chair again. I think that would be the only way. I think he's going to lose you know, unless he gets the quali- just messes up and gets disqualified. I think he moves on to the second round. All right, and then of course uh, for a little while now, obviously in the middle of the Benjamin Banks interview, we certainly talked about it, and that is be the match featuring Benjamin Banks and Devin Lopez. Um, definitely have a, a fast, speedy, um, I don't know if he's a cruiserweight, but I mean, you get what I'm saying. He's definitely the smaller uh, physique of the two. And then you've got big man Benjamin Banks coming in around 421 pounds. I mean, Lopez have a shot here at all? Yeah, he's he's going to have to use every corner of that ring and keep Benjamin off his feet as much as possible and use his speed to that advantage. But I think in, in the long run, I think uh, Benjamin get you know wears him down and, and gets a hold of it because, you know, Devin can sit there and, and run around the ring and run around the ring and wear him out, but that ring's only so big and eventually Benjamin's going to get a hold of him. And, it, and with with the, the big weight advantage that Benjamin has, I think if he gets a hold of him and slams him a couple times, it's going to wear on him and it won't be long before Benjamin, Benjamin Banks takes him out and moves on to the second round. Yep, yep. I think I think that's very likely. I mean, Benjamin Banks, he, it's going to be very tough for Lopez to come over. But, hey, you know, I mean, he he, he and Joe King did surprisingly well against uh, oh, yeah. Gluteus and Benjamin Banks. Uh, so, we'll, you know, we'll see. Maybe he'll pull off the upset. I think we are – I really believe we're going to see an upset at some point in the first round. I don't know where it's going to be, but that might be the and one – it could it could be it could be the like the old one two three kid Razor Ramon upset, but we'll see. You know he could catch him if he gets him off his feet and catches him off guard. He could get that quick pin, but now I'm just thinking I'm thinking Benjamin moves on the second round. All right, and then of course the highlight match, uh, the marquee yeah. match of the first round, is featuring two Ring of Honor superstars. Both have wrestled with Ring of Honor. Only one man moving on to the second round of this tournament. And that is, of course, uh, Caprice Coleman taking on our guest last week, the pain train, Preston Quinn. And this is, I, I don't think the area has seen a match. I've said this last week. I'll say it again. I don't think the area has seen a match in person quite like what they'll see uh, that night because they're going to put on a show. Does the pain train take it home? Or does Caprice Coleman win in his ring of, excuse me, a rage wrestling debut? I'm sticking to my guns. I made the pick last week. I'm saying pain train goes over uh, Caprice and moves on to the second round. I think it's it's going to be better than any match we had at the first event or probably any match we'll have that night, except for maybe the championship match. But this is this will be, uh, I'd say, the top two matches of the night. 
And you hate to see either one of these guys lose, but I think Payne Train goes over Capri. Well, very possible. I mean, I don't really know. I mean, I, I just – that's one of the toughest picks I've had to make because uh, the, the talent and the wrestling ability, I mean, is going to be second to none in this match. And uh, you really got to well, think that uh, – you got to think that whoever moves on from this match, if they're not completely exhausted and more right, is a heavy favorite for the uh, – for the world championship, hey, I don't know. I mean, that might beat them down. Well, what do you think? That's that's a good point. You know, it is, you know how how much do they energy do they put out for this match? Because going up against each other, you know, they're going to have to give each other their best and yeah. uh, to get by. And it could put them at a disadvantage. Whoever wins could be at a, a very big disadvantage for the second round. Uh, but you know, that's that's neither here nor there. I think uh, if they're in a tournament. They're going just just a chance to to be able to compete for that belt is going to give them a drilling shot. They'll they'll be fine for the second round. They've done this before, but uh, just like I said last week, cause you're the you're the biggest picture on the poster doesn't mean you're going to win this championship. That's very true. And actually, just looking at the poster right now, and uh, you know Banks is up there with the gold, uh, and uh, you got yep. you got to wonder. You got to wonder if that's kind of, I mean, he looks good with the gold. I'll say that. Uh, he looks real good, and uh, we'll see what happens. Of course, I want to remind everybody uh, what we are talking about, and obviously dominating our show tonight because it's coming up in just six days from tonight, Rage Wrestling's champion, World Championship title tournament. It'll feature eight men, of course. Uh, those eight men, the American Eagle, Gluteus Maximus, Timber, Ryan Newsy, uh, Benjamin Banks, Devin Lopez, and, of course, the main train, Preston Quinn, and Caprice Coleman. And also, not only that, there's going to be seven matches in the tournament, but there is going to be a special tag team title, cha- excuse me, a tag, not, not the title, a tag team challenge match. And uh, that'll be featured also in the show that evening. And uh, I understand uh, that that will be, I'm sure, I'm, I have no doubt about it, that, that will be a fantastic match, of course. A um, lot of action coming up that night. Eight action-packed matches. Just want to remind everybody one final time, doors open at 5.30 p.m. There's nothing going to be served. I don't think there's any secrets, Stevie, that when you go to uh, Alaska, North Carolina, uh, they eat well, and uh, they know how to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You definitely, definitely will have plenty plenty of food over here, so come with your stomach empty. <laughs> That's right. And at 530, the doors are going to open about a half hour earlier this time. You'll be able to have dinner. Of course, come in and see uh, all the merchandise that is available for sale. Uh, and just for the record, for all this wondering, there's a lot of questions last time. Rage Wrestling t-shirts will be on sale this Saturday night, October 8th. We'll be throwing some out to the crowd, obviously, too. Uh, but it will will be on sale. There was a commodity last time, so they will be on sale uh, this upcoming Saturday night. Um, and, of course, one final thing, uh, our podcast, so everyone will know, will actually air live. We'll talk about that in just a bit. We'll air live prior to the show and after uh, the show is over. So I want to talk a little bit about rumors going on in the wrestling world. And, Steve, you know, you've got a little bit uh, that you've been uh, hearing uh, that involves Dolph Ziggler. What have you been hearing lately? Uh, yeah, everybody knows the, the No Mercy pay-per-view that uh, – Ziggler has put his career on the line against the Miz's Intercontinental title. So if Ziggler gets pinned, he, you know, he's he's done as far as we know on SmackDown. Uh, the word word out on the Internet is that Ziggler will lose 
and come back, maybe on Raw, but he will be part of a new group called what they're saying right now, tentatively called the Shooters. And that will be him, uh, Jack Swagger, and a returning Shelton Benjamin is what it, it's very, it's been talked for the last week or so. So I'd be very interested to see Shelton Benjamin come back. And, you know, Swagger, not really on TV a whole lot, but at a lot of house shows hanging around. So you, this could be this could be something big coming here. All right. Well, that leads us into our thumbs up or thumbs down segment. And, uh, of course, this is where is analyzed by our analyst, TV Fly, and we're going to wrap up the show with that. So, Steve, let me ask you a couple of things tonight. The thumbs up down segment. Uh, John Cena has taken a much lesser role in major card of uh, the main event in WWE brand split that gives him a little bit a little bit more exposure because he is, he has taken a step back. But my question for you is thumbs up or down this statement actually. John Cena will not win the world title again Thumbs down. I think he'll win it again just because there's so much talk right now and Flair has even said it about he wants Cena to at least tie his record for sixteen time world heavyweight champion. I, I mean, I think he's going to take more time off. You won't see him as much. Uh, probably kind of kind of doing the whole, like you would say, a Hulk Hogan, what he did, uh, taking time off to do shows and stuff where you won't see him as much. But I definitely think he'll be around long enough to, to have another title run, at least one more. All right. Now, I asked you this last week, and I'll ask you this again because it looks like it's an issue. Again, we talked about it earlier tonight, very yeah. high chance uh, that TNA is still in, oh, excuse me, WWE is still in the market for TNA. So here it is. Statement uh, is, thumbs up or down, man will buy TNA. I'm I'm hoping thumbs down. I'm hoping that uh, he just loses interest in it, decides it's not worth it. But, you know, it's, it's, it's I'm going, I'm going like, 60-40 right now that WWE buys TNA, but you know, I'm just holding out hope that, that it doesn't happen because I think it, like we said earlier, I think it would be bad for the sport right now. Yeah. All right, and we've got a, a little under two minutes left in the show. Stevie, any final words for our fans this evening? Yeah, I'm just, just excited about this Saturday night. Uh, make sure everybody comes out. Uh, get your tickets now. If you have, of course, we'll have them at the door, too. Uh, looking forward to this tournament, and especially the Caprice Coleman match with uh, Pain Train. I think that's gonna. Uh, if if you love wrestling, love you know just flat out wrestling, I think if you come out there just for that, if it's nothing but for that person, that one match with Caprice and, and Pain Train, you will not go home uh, unsatisfied. I promise you that. Uh, looking forward to our first show, our first. Pot, well, I guess it's going to be a live pre-show and post-show. You know, we're, Rage Wrestling is really taking off right now, and I'm really glad to be a part of it. Glad Lance is with me, and uh, can't wait for Saturday night. Well, we're glad to have you, and we're glad for you to be a part as well. And that's right, uh, Stevie mentioned it, and it's going to be six o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live right here on BlogTalkRadio.com. You'll be able to dine pre-show. Uh, the uh, Rage Wrestling pre-show will air from 6 to 6.30, and the Rage Wrestling post-show will air immediately following the conclusion of the Rage Wrestling 
uh, tournament. Stevie, thanks so much for being on tonight, folks. That's it for the show. We hope you enjoyed it. Rage Wrestling World Championship Tournament coming up live this Saturday, October 8th, 7 o'clock p.m. bell time, Aston, North Carolina. If you like chicken and you like wrestling, you ain't going to want to be anywhere else. And one final word, for, particularly for our viewers uh, online and for our listeners, if you are an Orioles fan, the O's are going to the playoffs. See you, Yankees. That's all. <laughs> Right here live on blogtalkradio.com. For joining us, we'll see you next week live right here as we get ready for Rage Wrestling's major event.